So today I'm talking to Aaron Bradley of the Juice Box. He has this really cool place that has organic pressed juices, smoothies. I love juicing. I actually got into it because my dad, when we were young, he used to make fresh orange juice for us every day. Um, now I can't drink orange juice to save my life I, from so many years of drinking it. But then we got really into it, like doing our own juices with like beets, carrots, stuff like that. I do that at my house now as much as I can every morning, drink a glass of fresh squeezed juice. Juicing is really healthy and it's good for you. You get, you know, the vitamins from the vegetables. The cool thing is you can do vegetables and fruit at the same time. So it's something that I think a lot of people love. So today I have Aaron Bradley from the Juice Box. Thank uh, you so much for being here. My pleasure. It's fun to be here. Yes, and I'm glad I'm going to be talking to you while I'm sipping on my juice that you brought me. Happy to do so. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's so good. So the Juice Box um, opened in 2018? Correct. So uh, almost two years ago, uh, our anniversary will be end of February. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. That's great. Okay. So let's get into Aaron. Okay. How did the Juice Box come about? So uh, a few years ago when um, I was trying to really cut weight and look good for you know the wedding photos, I started going to a, a big national smoothie chain every morning. And I would get the same thing, a big green smoothie and, I, and a shot of wheatgrass. And I always felt great for a few mm -hmm. hours. I'm like, oh man, it's great. I'm losing weight, such like this. So I normally got there first thing in the morning. One day I get there like five minutes late. There's already a line. So I place my order. And for the first time ever, I actually read the nutritional information. Oh. And I was so scared and shocked. So uh, it had 72 grams of sugar. Oh my God. So I could have had a Snickers bar and a Coke and still come out ahead. So I'm thinking to myself, well, yeah, I'm feeling so great for a while because I'm on a sugar high and then I crash. And at the time I was working at a candy store. So I just have a small <laughs> handful of candy and that's how I'd maintain. Um, and yes, I was losing weight because I was starving myself. I didn't realize that. So originally the juice box LV, um, we I wanted to make primarily smoothie bar um, with better options. So mm -hmm. we take whole fruits, blend it right in front of you. Um, no concentrate, no sugar add unless you wanted to. We'd use primarily nut milks or even cow's milk as a base. So you'd get same caloric um, count, higher protein, but much, much less sugar. Mm -hmm. um, but when I started developing the store, I realized cold-pressed juices also had a, this big following. A lot of people went that way. Um, so then we added juices to the menu, and that's been our primary category ever since. So we do the, the smoothies, and that's our second category, but our biggest category is going to be the raw um, cold pressed juices. Yeah, because you you guys have a lot of stuff, a lot of amazing stuff. Well, thank you. Like you have the juices, the ice creams, asahi bowls, the wraps, food, everything. Right. So when we originally started, we had just primarily um, juices, smoothies, and maybe a salad, and that was it. Um, I thought maybe there'd be a big enough demand just for juices, and I started talking to my colleagues in the industry, um, and they said you got to have some kind of food. So we've expanded our food offerings. Um, what I realized is that, you know, I don't want to have everything for everybody, mm -hmm. but I do want to have a little something for everybody. Mm -hmm. So we started adding ice cream. So we have traditional dairy. We also have vegan ice cream as well. We try to be very um, vegan friendly as much as we can be um, from day one. We don't have any meat in the store. We do, do use cow's milk and we do have some cheese and maybe eventually we phase that out. Mm -hmm. But for right now, we're a vegetarian and vegan restaurant, but we want to offer something for everybody. Um, 
So the food ex- category expanded significantly over the past two years. So how did you learn to juice? But juicing isn't difficult. It's very time consuming. Mm-hmm, right. Um, and luckily, I've gotten I've got some great machines and uh, the people I bought them from from Good Nature. Um, they do commercial juicing products. They're very helpful. They'll walk you through um, the process. So I did some research. They have the YouTube videos. The hardest part is recipe development. Saying, mm-hmm. oh, how many how much apples you need versus how right. much spinach and you know, when I first started, even before the store opened, I had one of the uh, one of the machines, and I juiced 25 different apple varieties to get just the right combination and flavor. Because I love apple cider. That's also what I brought today as mm-hmm. well. I think we got the best apple cider around. But um, I want to make sure that we had a really good base. You know, there's different varieties of spinach, but for the most part, it's a subtle difference. But apples can range so differently. So you know, sat down and, and did the recipe development. And then when I thought I had everything, I brought my team aboard and they said, no. <laughs> and said, okay, so we got to change this. We got to mm-hmm. change that. And uh, so it was a collaboration. I, I laid the base, but my team is very vocal and very involved. And, you know, they'll come up, help me come up with the names and the recipes as well. And if they get a really great recipe, they get to name it as well. Oh, um, that's awesome. So everything we do for the, the smoothies and the juices, we try to name after songs, song lyrics, or something with a song theme. Oh, that's cool. Thanks. And why is that? Well, originally I wanted the juice box, jukebox. Oh. I want to have a jukebox in the store. I'm still looking for a good one that we can tie into the system as well. Mm-hmm. I'm just music forward. Food is universal. Everyone has to eat. Right. You know, you, at Octane, one of your hobbies, almost Almost <laughs> always it's music as well. So we want to have kind of a you know a accessible thing to everybody. Everyone wants food. Everybody likes listening to music. So I have my playlist I play when I'm in front of the house. The rest of the team has theirs. <laughs> they can play almost anything they want as long as, you know, it has any dirty words because right. we're family friendly. But yeah. Oh, that's cool. I like that. <laughs> so let's let's learn about a little bit about you, Erin. Mm-hmm. So where are you from? I'm originally from Berkeley, California. Uh, I was born and raised there. Um and then uh, after that, I went to school in Madison, Wisconsin, and stayed there for several years until um, I was uh, recruited out of Wisconsin to come open Win uh, when it first opened in 2005. And then how did you get to Las Vegas? So, uh, re- so when I worked in Wisconsin, I was at a college, uh, the college bookstore, and originally I started off as a textbook clerk, then I became cashier. Um, eventually, I got promoted to run the fine writing instrument desk. So we had a small, you know, like some expensive pens, you know. $30 up to maybe four or $500. And I found I really loved that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I promoted it. And I, you know, within the two years I was running it, I almost quadrupled the sales. So um, I got a little bit of a name within the fine writing instrument community, which isn't difficult because it's like <laughs> that big. Um, and when Wynn opened, they wanted someone to run their uh, fine writing instrument and sunglass store. So I got a phone call from the vice president of retail mm-hmm. saying, we'd love for you to interview, um, come out. And I interviewed, I got the job, and then I got, you know, moved out to Las Vegas knowing nobody but the people that hired me. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I was part of the original um, management team for Win Las Vegas. Oh, cool. And so how did you get into the restaurant business? So the restaurant <laughs> business is very, very new. Um, my most recent job, I worked at um, Hex on the Strip, so it was um, inside the Paris Hotel. I was brought on to be the um, director of retail for the retail store, which had a little cafe in it as well. And I found out um, that was my first experience with food experience. I've always been retail, always. Mm -hmm. Um, So I learned a little bit about the cafe because that was a brand new skill set. I found out I really enjoyed it. Um, We introduced uh, alcoholic milkshakes called elixirs. Mm -hmm. um, And that really made the cafe took off. And uh, that was fun. It was successful. But uh, eventually they wanted to close that retail storefront 
just dollars per square foot, they would never make what they wanted. So they're like, okay, we're going to transition to retail. So I started my own thing and that's how the juice box was formed because I was thinking back to that conversation about smoothies. You know, what can we do that's healthy? You know, mm-hmm. a lot of options that you see nowadays for restaurants is build your own. I can't say that Chipotle was the first, but certainly they're the most prominent. You know, right. build, your, build your own tacos, build mm-hmm. your own burritos, build your own quesadilla salads. Um, and it seems like that is the trend mm-hmm. for a lot of restaurants. So how can you do a build your own smoothie concept was how the juice box. Came. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. That's that's smart. Um, the juice box. You also people could pre-order. You guys even do delivery. Yeah, so we we can do delivery through third party um, vendors. Oh, okay. Pub. Um, and ever someone wants a custom juice blend, we used to do build your own juices right then and there. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people have the expectation it'll be the same as like say when you go into Whole Foods. Whole Foods isn't cold pressed. They use a Breville. Um, it, it's a centrifugal. It really just destroys the produce forces it through a mesh. And unless you drink it right then and there, the nutritional value typically drops very quickly. Mm-hmm. Cold press, because it's a slower process, extracts the juice, the you know the amino acids, the enzymes, the vitamins, they tend to last longer. Um, but it takes much longer. It's not a five second process because you have to prepare the produce. And then, you know, if you're going to add lemon, you got to rough cut the lemons. You can't just throw it in there. Otherwise, it's too bitter. Um, so we did have a build your own option um, to make right then and there. But that became way too operationally constrained. And even when I was putting a, a dollar premium on it, it's still we were overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. So it's something that we may offer again with new technology. Um, but if anyone wants a custom juice recipe, they give us a call 24, 48 hours advance. We're happy to do it for oh, them. Nice. It's just sourcing the organic produce and then preparing mm-hmm. it for them. And, you know, we do have a minimum order of four. But the original slogan for the, the, the Juice Box LV was health is unique as you. Um, mm. Because we want people to be comfortable. Everyone's got different dietary restrictions. Um, but then we've kind of moved away from that. And now it's juice and joy um, because we've got the juice and now we've got some ice cream, which brings joy. Um, so, but we're willing to do anything. It's just give us a little time and we can make it. Happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great. What do you love about the restaurant business? <laughs> well, I, it's going to sound tried and true, but you know, I, have worked, I worked retail before I started this. I've always liked interacting with people. I mean, that's, I think my strength, it it gets me going. Uh, I love it when people have a good time. You know, it really upsets me when people have a bad time. So we try to avoid that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I love interacting with, you know, the people that are, you know, walk through the door. I'm very fortunate um, to have a great, you know, customer base. I prefer to call them guests, but you know, great customer base. Um, it's nice seeing their face every day, you know, it's a small things. Hey, you know, how are you doing? Hey, you know, mm-hmm. one, one of our best customers, uh, he comes in almost every day and he works at a car lot. And I said, so how many cars did you sell yesterday? Right. <laughs> and you know, usually the number's one or two because he's <laughs> damn good. Um, sometimes it's three when it's, a wow. yeah, no, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's great. He's great. So, you know, he comes in regularly almost every day and does it, you know, and it's just fun having that interaction. Um, and just seeing, you know, the, the little everyday battles that they've overcome. Um, one of the, one of our, customers. Uh, her name's Maria. She was coming in for months and she was buying uh, a week's worth of celery juice at the time. Celery juice is a big trend right mm-hmm. now um, from the medical medium. He's you know recommended trying it, but it helps with hormonal regulation and balance. Mm-hmm. So one day she just stopped coming in and you know I was like, oh, so I reached out to her. I said, Maria, what's going on? Did we upset you? She's like, no. In fact, your celery juice did exactly what it needed to do. Um, I'm now pregnant. Oh, wow. And so she'd been trying for years. 
And she, you know, her hormones were now regulated that she was able to get pregnant. And now, unfortunately, pregnant women are not recommended to drink unpasteurized cold pressed yeah. juice. So it's bittersweet. But <laughs> right. once, once she has the baby, hopefully we'll see it back. Yeah. Again. Oh, that's so sweet. I like that. That's nice. Um, what do you hate about it? Uh, well... <laughs> The, the long hours, um, <laughs> right, you know, I've yeah. been, again, I worked retail for many, many years, so I'm used to standing on my feet, um, but often I'd get to sit down. Nowadays, I don't, um, you know, and I get a little bit older every day, and <laughs> I've never experienced such back pain I've ever had. Um, <laughs> but it, I think a lot of it with just like retail, but also in any restaurants, managing customers' expectations realistically, when you're able to customize, that brings it up to a whole new level of difficulty. So it's trying to explain, listen, I'm happy to do it, but I maybe can't do it right now because I just don't have the produce mm -hmm. or it's out of season. You know, grapefruits, you can get all year round, but only sometimes are they good. Right. You know, someone, if they want an all berry smoothie, I'm happy to do it for you, but that's a lot of berries. So there's going to be a really high price for that, right? Happy to give it a try, but you know, um, you know, our smoothies run $7.95. Someone wants an all berry smoothie. I mean, it's gonna be like $12, $15, mm -hmm. which is very high, but it's it's fair for what it is. So I'm like, why don't we cut a little pineapple <laughs> or banana and then we can get it down to the right price. But it, it's it, it's juggling customers' expectations. Um, and I'm not saying we're the most complex type of restaurant there is, but when you add customization, it, it, it can get frustrating right. sometimes. Right. Yeah, that's true. And also, uh, one really cool thing about you guys is that you guys have the first vegan food truck in Las Vegas. We did. We did. In fact, we have the first uh, cold-pressed juice truck in the state. Oh, wow. So, um, like I said, you know, uh, trying to be forward, and I don't think veganism is a phase or a craze. Mm -hmm. I think it is something that's very important, um, very substantial, and something that's here for the, to stay. Um, and I want to say, okay, the restaurant, we're trying to make it eventually vegan. It's hard. Mm -hmm. um, but the truck, we can make it day one easy. So we don't even have honey on it. We use agave if someone wants sweetener. Oh, nice. And that, that's, that's pretty mm -hmm. simple. Um, but yeah, so we're the first vegan food truck. And we're the first cold-pressed juice truck. To my knowledge, we're still the only one. Um, and that's, you know, it, the food truck's a whole separate thing. That, that has its own headaches. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to ask that. How is that? How, what's the... Well, first of all... Yeah. Why, how did you come up with a food truck? So I always, originally, I wanted to do a food truck. Oh, okay. Uh, originally, oh, let me go back. Originally, <laughs> I wanted to do wholesale, but it's actually illegal to wholesale cold press, unpasteurized cold pressed juice in the United oh. States. There's a prohibition against it that came in the late 90s when um, a big uh, smoothie and juice company, unfortunately, someone died of E. coli. Uh, legislation reacted and overreacted, in my opinion. Yeah. So you can't wholesale unpasteurized cold pressed juice or unpasteurized you know, smoothies as well. With the farm bill that passed in 2018, December, they relaxed the restrictions a little on transportation of cold pressed juice, thus opening the avenue so you could have a cold pressed juice truck. So I worked with the, uh, the Southern Nevada Health District um, on how to do it. And, you know, the date, like the beginning of January, I, after I knew the farm bill passed, I started talking to him about it and we were able to get um, approval. Um, in April. So I bought the food truck then, then outfitted it, and we started hitting the road um, in uh, May. But it's it's difficult trying to do a restaurant and the food truck at the same time. Space is an issue. Um, you know, we have to have a commissary as well. So you got to be able to produce it at the store. And if we're having a busy day, people are just stepping each other, all over each other, making the juice. It, it can be can be kind of hectic, but also kind of fun, especially when, you know, we were able to go to a school or a farmer's market and people are like, oh, my goodness, I didn't know you guys existed. Yeah. So it's fun getting out there. Yeah, that's cool. And it and 
And let me tell you, it's such a beautiful truck. Thank I love you. it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the I, color is so it's so nice. Well, I, I had nothing to do with it. Uh, <laughs> okay. uh, I, you know, uh, the guys at Rap City, um, they did a great job. Yeah, really great yeah. job. Well, they, 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 they do incredible stuff. I've been a fan of theirs even before I had anything to do with them. Um, but they did a great job. Um, and so there was a couple iterations we had to go. I'm like, oh, maybe not this color, maybe not that color. But uh, as soon as they sent like the last mock-up, I said, don't touch it. It's perfect. This is it. And yeah, they did a great job. Cool. So how often is the food truck around Las Vegas? Not often enough. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, just from a dollars and cents, it costs a lot more to run the restaurant. So, mm -hmm. you know, when I'm at the restaurant, things are a little bit cheaper to run. Um, I've got a great team there. It's not that I don't trust them. It's just a dollars and cents thing. You know, we're still under two years old. Uh, most businesses fail within the first two right. years. So I want to make sure that we get over that hump before mm -hmm. I can really say, give to my, you know, my manager and my team. Like, okay, I'm going to focus more on the food truck right now. Um, we are going to bring out the food truck probably two to three times a week. Um, once the weather gets a little bit warmer, mm -hmm. actually, I've got the food truck coming in for some maintenance right after this as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and we've also got a lot of people inquiring about it. So it may be a little bit sooner. Oh, that's uh, great. It, it could be end of February that we start rolling out. But that's awesome. I, I like that. And that's the weather has really... been really nice too, right lately. So, you know, <laughs> the warmer it is, the more popular we are. That's, that's cool. So talking about the, how it has two years what are your goals for? What do you What do you want for the food truck and the juice box? So it would be two separate things. I would love for them to be almost two different entities. I okay. love. I'd love to have several locations within uh, the Vegas Valley. Um, we do have some excellent competition, um, but I'd love to steal some of the market share <laughs> and have you know several locations throughout the Vegas Valley. And then I'd like the food truck actually to become a nonprofit. Um, I was really inspired when I heard Jaden Smith was going around with his food vegan food truck and mm -hmm. just giving food to the homeless. Oh, wow. That I would love to do. I would love for the food truck just to do events and then on its down days do that as well. Oh, that's amazing. Um, but that takes money. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, yeah, that's true. Not yeah. only operating the truck, but then also the raw produce and everything mm -hmm. that, and then staffing it. That takes a lot of money. But um, that would be the goal is to eventually for us to become a B-type corporation where we're nonprofit and give back to the community as best we can. But that would be the long-term goal right now. It's, you know, become cash positive and steady. At that. Yeah. But that's a great goal. I Thank like, you. I love that. Um, so we all know that the restaurant business is really, is really hard, but what are some of your hobbies that you like to do? Uh, well, <laughs> I don't have any, any more. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my hobbies used to be, you know, uh, you know, video games are always a great thing too, but, um, I used to really read a tremendous amount, um, just for pleasure. Now it's usually trade magazines and this and that and health <laughs> regulations, and, yeah. you know, so, um, my life has become all consumed with that. Luckily, uh, my wife, she's got nothing to do with the business. So when I come home, we don't have to talk about business. We can talk about her day and, you know, uh, you know, her hobbies, I guess, have become my hobbies by default just because I don't have a whole lot of time. You know, it's true what they say. And I'm not looking for sympathy. But when you own a restaurant, you know, you know, a 10 hour day feels like a vacation. Yeah. Right? Some days, you know, it's 14 That's very hours. True. And, you know, um, I, like I'm sure any restaurant owner that really wants to make it. I've pushed myself pretty hard sometimes. <laughs> With all the equipment that you have at the at the juice box, do you find yourself juicing at home? Oh, that would mean that I have to be home. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, I, I no. We we have a lot of equipment, and it is getting to critical mass. Um, but no, we juice at the store. Um, my wife will um, when she wants to make like her own juice. 
Uh, she'll use one of the juicers that we had left over at the house as well. But uh, now for the most part, it makes it it makes a big mess. It makes a it big does. Mess. And I've got a small kitchen at home. <laughs> so, you know, it's just best to leave it at the store where I can actually take a hose to something and clean it if I need to. <laughs> so and your so does your family support you a lot? Yeah. So my parents uh, recently moved out here as well from from the Bay Area. So they split their time. Um, so I see a lot more of them, which is great. Um, and they are owners in the business as well, um, but they have nothing to do with the business, you know, um, mm-hmm. besides just guidance and support. Uh, which is all you need. I, well, right? I, I, would lo- I would love to have my mom help me on the food truck one day, but I just don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> it was really funny when we applied for the Clark County uh, business license for the food truck. They required my parents to get health cards. Oh, okay. right. And I'm like, well, they're not even going to touch any food. Like, it doesn't matter. They're owners of the business. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, mom, dad, you got to go, <clears throat> you got to go get your health cards. And so they were at the Southern Nevada Health District with like, you know, 14, 15, 16 year olds during the summer getting their health cards too. Like, it, was, it was a nice shot of energy. But, you know, my parents are there for, uh, you know, um, support uh, as much as they can. I would never ask them to, you know, help me juice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, it can be pretty brutal. Uh, a couple, uh, last week we had a, um, a large catering order. They came and picked it up. They wanted a lot of a pineapple, one of our pineapple recipes. Um, I, we juiced over a hundred pineapples and actually I'm still, I still got some oh minor God, burns yes. from it because of the, I think it was the bromelain, bromine, some I, bromelain. I think that, uh, breaks down the enzyme breaks down meat over time. Mm-hmm. And so that's what happened. Oh my, my God. <laughs> it wasn't too bad. And I think I got a little friction burn from my pulling my sleeve up, but yeah, it was, it was pretty bad for the first day or two. Oh, wow. That's, that's <laughs> so crazy. I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want the pineapples to dissolve my mom. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. So, Aaron, um, how often do you experiment with uh, new juices or? Uh, quite often. Um, w- we often get customers calling in asking for a build your own. And we'll always have, we'll, we'll make a little bit extra and have a sample. And if it's really good, we'll just put that on the menu. <laughs> um, so, you know, we kind of outsource, la- outsource the recipe creation sometimes. But yes, we're constantly playing around with it. Um, we're happy to try it. Um, it is a little cost prohibitive to introduce a new recipe, not because it's got to go through um, label review with the health department. No big deal. 60 bucks. Um, but then ordering the labels as well, mm-hmm. which, um, you know, that sometimes isn't cheap. Um, but we want to play with new recipes. We've taken a lot of what we do normally and made it seasonal as well. Um, at one time, we were doing um, 16 different juice recipes at the same time. And it just killed me and the team. It was just too many juices we're making constantly. So now we're down to 12, which I think is really kind of the sweet spot. Mm -hmm. So we have good variety um, and it's not overworking the team making all of it. But we we try to play around. We're always open to new ideas. Um, And my team loves just saying, well, bet this and that and this and that and make it. And then they'll give enough to everyone on the team. Like, okay, let's do that. Cool. (laughs) That's awesome. Have you ever made like a juice or something with so many ingredients that it was just like, really bad? The, the, the easy answer is absolutely. In fact, most of the time. Um, I think there's, you know, again, I'm, I'm not a chef. I've had no formal training. You know, I barely even call myself a cook, but um, watching enough Top Chef, usually they say, mm-hmm. keep it simple, right? So the best recipes are simple. Uh, you go too complex and then, you know, uh, not only your food costs way up because you're ordering in a million different ingredients, but then the flavors don't come through as much. So, you know, the best dishes are the simplest ones. So, your food menu is really good. Thanks. I had the, when I went, I had the vegan, um, the fried chicken sandwich. Yeah. And so that's oh a vegetarian, but yes. Oh, vegetarian. Yes. Okay. Oh, so good. Thank you. Really um, good. We kind of, you know, not too long ago, there was a whole craze for uh, 
Popeye's fried chicken sandwich. Oh, yeah. And we're right next to a Popeye's. <laughs> so one someday, one day, one of my team just said, well, why don't we get on that bandwagon? I'm like, okay. And it's been very popular ever since. It's really good. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. It's, sometimes we get a little pushback that it's a little too hot because we make a sriracha mayo. Um, I like spicy. Me too. Most of my team likes spicy. Yeah. But we do get some people like, oh, it's too hot. And, then, you know, we also have a vegan uh, chili that uh, we recently mm-hmm. introduced as well. Um, it's got a little bit of jalapeno. Again, I, I I cut down on that. I mean, I've met things that are too spicy, but very few. <laughs> but I really try to keep it moderate uh, because there's a lot of people that can't handle spice. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's very true. Um, and you also have um, juice cleanses, right? Yes, absolutely. So any juice bar has to have juice cleanses. Right. Uh, and shots. Yeah, of mm-hmm. course. You know, it's funny. I thought we would do a huge amount of business with wheatgrass shots virtually none and wheatgrass is expensive um so we cut it from the menu and only rarely do we have someone say you don't have wheatgrass shots i thought we'd be selling 100 of those a day when we sold one a day i was like oh boy yeah (laughs) that's a good wheatgrass day for selling one so we kind of cut that um but certainly our pineapple turmeric wellness shot uh, is uh is um our most popular by far helps fight inflammation aids with digestion as well um, we do ginger lemon shots all the time. I mean, you know, we'll do dozens of those a day. People really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, some people who've never done it, the reaction watching their face is funny. It's like, a, I often say it's like a punch in the mouth by like a nice little warm <laughs> massage down your belly when it gets there. That's great. I, I love that. What tips do you have for future restaurant owners? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Just understand that, you know, you can hire the best people in the world and I've got an incredible team, um, but you will. I can always say two years in, you will never see your loved ones unless they come to the restaurant, right? (laughs) We're open seven days a week and maybe that was a strategic mistake. Um, But, you know, especially with juice, it only lasts for up to seven days. Mm -hmm. So if you have a day that you're not um, open, then that juice is just, you know, one day closer to expiring as well. So it's difficult. Um, If I did, I would say, yeah, take one day of the week and just say you're closed that day. Um, But now that we're open seven days a week and our customers expect that, um, it would be hard to dial that back. <laughs> but yeah, take a day just to rest. Yeah, right? that's true. That's yeah. true. What are some of your favorite restaurants? Well, oh boy, that that's a that's a loaded question. Um, I, there's so many excellent ones. Um, if I'm going for breakfast, I love uh, Baby Stacks or uh, Egg Works. Um, our favorite sushi joint, which we go to all the time, is right around the corner of Sushi Mon. Um, right around the corner from the store is my favorite Indian joint um, called Mantra Masala. It's excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thumbs up from the producer. Over there. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, my favorite go to and actually one of the reasons why I bought my house where I bought my house is just three angry wives in Boca Park. Um, I, they my my wife and I go there, every, you know, quite often get the buffalo chicken wrap. It's incredible. And if I ever have a little too much to drink, which has been a long while, but I can just walk home. <laughs> which I've done a few times in my <laughs> earlier years. But uh, there's one of the great things about Vegas is that there's so many excellent restaurants mm-hmm. uh, because we're such a service industry and they're such within such high density. You don't have to go more than three or five miles to find an excellent restaurant of almost any variety out there. Um, I would love if I had the time um, to start just a, uh, a podcast or a <laughs> blog or a vlog, just going to a different bar or restaurant once a day, once a week and just documenting because there's so many great. Ones yeah, it's that's very true. That's cool. Well, Aaron, you have an amazing place. Well, thank you. Seriously, the juice box is good. Any everything I have got in there is amazing. 
whether it's a lemonade like I'm drinking right now, or a juice, or a food, or the ice cream nachos. Yeah, that, that's that's my creation <laughs> through and through. Uh, um, but uh, the ice cream nachos, it, you know, it, it, it's not complex to make. It's just something novel, and we like making it look yeah. way over the top. Oh, your I love ice cream, and all your ice cream stuff. Oh my god! Thank you. Seriously. Thank you. Appreciate that. Better than, and and uh, what are the creamery? What are those places called? The ice cream place. Coldstone? Coldstone, yeah. I, to say, I mean, I love Coldstone. So <laughs> no, if you think right. I'm in competition with Coldstone, that is a really big I mean, their birthday cake remix. Yeah, you're I'm you're, thinking of naming my first child that. It's so good. Uh, but uh no, thank you. That's that's a that's a big compliment. You know, we I tried to source the ice cream. Um the 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 traditional dairy one comes from Double Rainbow, actually from the Bay Area where mm-hmm. I'm from. And then the vegan is done by um, Nourish Creamery, a, a local uh, a local business here that does an incredible job. So if I can, I try to source local as much as possible, um, even with the produce. But, you know, uh, bananas and pineapples don't grow here in Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you got to go look elsewhere. We try as much mm-hmm. as we can. Well, that well, thank you so much, Aaron. It was a pleasure having you. And seriously, everyone should go check out the juice box. And hopefully we'll see the juice uh, juice box truck out in Vegas. You follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'll always post where it is. But thank you for having me. I greatly yeah. appreciate it. Thank you. So that's today's episode of All Rice, No Beans. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, we would love to know how you liked the episode. So please leave us a review and five stars on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at All Rice, No Beans. Instagram at All Rice No Beans Podcast and Facebook at All Rice No Beans. And please, listeners, I would love to know what are some of your favorite restaurants. And if you're a restaurant owner and would like to be on a future episode, get in touch with me at All Rice No Beans Podcast at gmail.com. And all points west.